0: salutations to all the nations welcome to the dd fuego show hosted by the prettiest podcaster of all time the prettiest podcaster of all time and if you're new here wondering inquiring what does fuego mean here is the fact of the matter it means fire in spanish that's all it means Fire in Spanish. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for stopping by once again. I appreciate the support. I really do. But you know what you can do to prosper the show, to make the show better. Leave a good review, only five stars, five star reviews on Apple iTunes. I would appreciate that. It actually does well with the ratings of the show. So do that, please. If you use Apple products, it doesn't matter if you use a tablet, a Mac, or the iPhone, just go on Apple iTunes podcast and leave a good review on the DD Fuego show also subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform that you use whether it be Anchor whether it be Apple iTunes whether it be Spotify or Google podcast but I prefer that you would use Pocket Cast so make sure you guys use that I would deeply deeply appreciate it share this with your family and friends if you enjoy the DD Fuego show and if you have any questions and you have more inquiries here's what you can do follow me on instagram at dd fuego, fuego i will most likely follow you back also just hit me up in the dms if you have any questions that's where you can hit me up that's where you can ask all your questions at dd fuego or make suggestions to the show feedback whatever i need feedback i need to get better i always talk about people getting better and i'm a person so i gotta work on myself as well and work on my craft all right we're gonna do a new segment on the show but before I do that I just gonna go over the out overview of the show for today is gonna be about Nike and why I think Nike is the best for now all right so we're gonna talk about that today and certain things I like so a new segment on the show is gonna be called my favorite things okay so in the next segment after this intro i'm going to talk about one of my favorite things and that's going to be a new segment and as this show goes on talking on a weekly basis i'm going to share new segments and hopefully you guys enjoy them if you don't just let me know and if there's anything that you should want to suggest like i said you can hit me up at dd fuego this is the dd fuego show man We will be right back. Today we're talking about Nike and why I think Nike is the best. But before I do that, before I get into the fact of the matter, here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about one of my favorite things. Also, happy holidays to those who are celebrating the holidays right now. I understand. It's that festive season. And hopefully you guys enjoy your holidays with your family and your friends. Whoever, make sure you're positive this month is good. Whether you celebrate Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, or Christmas, I celebrate Christmas. Just enjoy the holidays. Enjoy your time together with your family, okay? And Dee says, happy holidays to all of you. So one of my favorite things is the show Seinfeld. Now, if you guys don't know, I mentioned it on my top favorite TV shows that I've ever talked about, I think it was a few episodes ago, not a few, Uh, more than a few episodes ago, but the reason why I like Seinfeld is because it's a show about nothing, okay, there's really no premise, the premise is actually the show is about nothing, and a majority of my listeners are old enough to either remember it because they were alive during that time, or they're just cognizant of the show and they know the show. Because a lot of my viewers are young as well, so some of them just seen the show. When I was a kid, I thought the show was trash because I didn't get the jokes. I didn't understand the humor because it was meant for an older audience anyways. But I think it wasn't until 2015 when I was in grade 11. That's when I started enjoying the show because I understood the comedic genius of Seinfeld and um Larry David, who helped wrote write for the show. And Seinfeld is one of my favorite comedians, as well as Larry David. So now they are. But I just like also the punchlines that they have. Not really the punchlines, I would say, but the different quotes. Because there's so so many quotes on the show. It's a very quotable show. I think it was one of the top-rating shows when it was ending. In regards to watch time on TV. So I'm just really interested in that show. I like the characters. One of my favorite characters on the show. If we're gonna talk about the main four, I'm gonna say it's not even Kramer or Jerry. I'd say George is my favorite character. He just cracks me up every time he's on screen. Jason Alexander did a really good job playing George. Uh I just think the show, since it's about nothing. It just makes it relatable in a sense because these are discussions that you have with your friends all the time. It's just basically four friends in New York and anything can happen. So I really like the show. If you haven't watched it, which I doubt most of you guys have heard of it or seen the episode, just go back, watch it. It's on TV all the time. I think you can get the box set. And if you're a Hulu member, they have it on Hulu, if I'm not mistaken. So make sure you check out Seinfeld. It's a timeless, timeless show. Uh, there's so much quotables like yada 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 or the no soup for you chef. That was my one of my favorite episodes and yeah, it's a really good show. Now going into my show, DD Fago show, we're going to be talking about the Nike and Nike in general and how special Nike is and why I think it is so special. The reason why I think Nike is special is because its ability to stay relevant. Nike has been out since the 70s, 80s, I would like to say. And it was started by Phil Knight, which was, uh, and he was, I think, a track coach for the University of Oregon because it's based out of Portland, Oregon, if you guys didn't know that. And then he wanted to make a track shoot for track runners. And then he ended up coming up with Nike. I'm not going to go into his whole biopic. He has a book out actually called Shoe Dogs, I think. Yeah. And it basically talks about his whole life at Nike, making Nike, being the CEO of Nike. You can find it at your local bookstore. But like I said, I recommend you guys to go to Amazon. It's faster, it's efficient. It's technology, man. So just do that. And it will probably get to your door within two days or so. So I'd recommend you guys do that. But going back to talking about Nike. It just seems to me that it's a timeless company. No matter how old you are, whether you're as old as my grandfather is, I'm not going to say his age, or as young as I am. Most people have heard about Nike, and most people like Nike. Yes, it has the scandals. Most businesses have scandals. But if you look at Nike's longevity and how it came to being, because at the end of the day, if you go back to professional sports in the 60s, they normally, especially in basketball, they normally wear Chuck Taylor shoes. Nike wasn't really a big company until Michael Jordan bought into it and then. Made it a super, super household name. And then a lot of athletes like Bo Jackson and Wayne Gretzky all flooded towards Nike afterwards, which made it a powerhouse for decades. There's only one other brand that can rival them right now, and that would be Adidas. And Nike has been on top for that for so long. And it's not just about sports as well. It's a lifestyle. It's a culture. Because you look in movies. It was in Forrest Gump. They talk about that. And then they had the Air Max day for the first Air Max that uh, I think it was Tinker Hedenfield who made up and constructed a lot of the Jordans that we see today. I think he created one through 13. No, more than that. I think it was like one through 18 or something like that. But he, the shoes... Classic, you can go back and watch Ferris Bueller. They have Nikes in that, and they did a silhouette for Ferris Bueller. If you guys aren't familiar with the movie, which most of you guys should be, but that was a good silhouette shoe. They brought it back into my generations in regards to the Nike SBs, which are skateboarding shoes that are coming back into style as well. So, everybody and everywhere has. Nikes. You have Nikes for the older folks. You got Nikes for the hype beast kids. You have Nikes for the ladies who go to the gym. You have Nikes for specifically athletes. You have Nikes for skateboarders, the, for the extreme athletes. You have Nikes for leisure and fashion wise with ACG and their different collabs with high-end brands like Carmen de Garcon or Vetements. I think they have one with Vetements. So there's... shows you... It, Nike has an asset in everything. They even get into politics, which... It works for their advantage. For some people, it does not work. Okay? And you guys probably know what I'm talking about. But... With Nike, it sh- they just know... How to reach people and how to connect with people from different environments is an internationally known brand for sure, without a doubt, without question. Also, the fact that it's international, each country or each group relates to it differently. You can see how people lace them up, how they wear their Nikes. If you're talking about shoes, you see their apparel as well with their athleisure. And then they're getting into tech wear with ACG. So you see the different elements of Nike. So as we come back to the show, I'm gonna break down some more things about Nike and why I believe Nike is the best right now and had a great year in 2018. We will be right back. This is the DD Fuego Show. Yes, we are definitely still in the house and talking about Nike and why. They have so much power in that swoosh. When I was a kid, I used to call it a check mark. Some people still call it a check mark, but I found out it was a swoosh. Like I said, Nike's good at reaching different people in different aspects of life with their commercials as well. And recently, they did a commercial with uh, Colin Kaepernick standing behind him, which is very controversial because some people don't agree with his political stance. Others do agree. So a lot of people said they wanted to boycott. But like I said, with the internet, it flashes. One thing is hot, and then another thing, time, it's not. So no one's really talking about that much anymo- about it anymore. But just talking about Nike, it one thing that I did that was very unique, in my opinion, is that when they got Michael Jordan. Now, Michael Jordan could have signed to anybody, but they got Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan agreed to work with them. And that was their big break, because from there, the floodgates open. Because at that time, Michael Jordan was the biggest athlete of all, of that period, point back period. Like, there was no bigger athlete than Michael Jordan. You could probably say Mike Tyson. That was it. Other than that, Michael Jordan was the top guy. So looking back and seeing that they got Michael, and then they did the Jordan brand, which is part of Nike still to this day, you can see the impact it gets because even the Jordan brand reaches out and gets bigger stars like Drake. I think Travis Scott worked with them too. So they bring them over to Nike. They had Kanye at one point, but a lot of Kanye's friends work for Nike. So Jerry Lorenzo, the creator of fear of God, he works for Nike and he has a shoe that's coming out this month. And then, You have Virgil Virgil Abloh, which is the or who is the creator of Off White, which is a high-end design brand. Who also is a friend of Kanye. All right, so they got two of Kanye's friends working there, and Virgil's shoes are going crazy. Like they came up with the Ten Series. I want to say last year, and his shoe resale value is phenomenal. I'm telling you, you can buy a $135 shoe and resell it for approximately $800 to $900. Go on StockX right now and you can check it out. Also, they have Just Don, who is another one of Kanye's friends. Uh, he has a, divan- a brand called uh, Just Don. Yeah, so his name is Don C., But his brand name is Just Don. So you can see that they're able to reach the big designers now and willing to collaborate with them. Before they had Tinker, who designed the Air Maxes. A lot of them, not all of them. And the Jordan series, not all of them. But the the ones that people normally like, he designed them. So their ability to reach big stars and opened the door for a lot of visionaries and creators and even artists now because before most people who had shoes were the athletes when it came to nike because it was a sports brand and now nike is getting into the high design brands working with virgil working with jerry and don c all these different type of guys now you have artists like Rap artists like Drake and uh, Travis Scott, I think, has a shoe now with them. So you have high brand or high designer brands or designers, fashion designers working with them for high-end fashion or streetwear fashion. Then you have musical artists who work with them. I think Kevin Hart, who is a comedian, has his own shoe with them. So you can see that they're willing to test the boundaries. Most brands don't do that, especially if it's a considerably a sports brand that was made for people, for, for people to have high-performance shoes for their particular sport. But they open the door for those people, understanding that their audience might like that. So it does it well for the artist themselves. So they get exposure through Nike. Some, some people... For example, I say this. There's a guy named Nigel Sylvester. He's a BMX biker. Right? I have not heard about him ever, I would like to say. And I've been into uh, the X game type sports, extreme sports, not as much as football or basketball, but pretty much. And I didn't know that he had a YouTube channel. I didn't know that he had all these different clothing that he makes as well and his all his content. I wasn't familiar with him or his BMX work. It wasn't until his collab with Nike, but he's also signed he was signed to Nike 6.0, which was extreme for extreme sports. But it wasn't until I saw his collab this year with uh Nike Air Jordan one and himself. And he did a collaboration and a spin-off of the Air Jordan 1. It wasn't until then that I got exposed to him, his content, and all that sort of stuff. And now I would like to say I appreciate his work even more. And I follow him on social media. I one day would like to collaborate with him on the podcast or when I start YouTube. So being that said, it's really cool to see that nike exposes different people and i was willing to work with people from different backgrounds different veins of entertainment whether it be entertainment or whether it be fashion who knows they might even get some science in there i think they even did the model from i think back to the future so they worked with Oh, man. Why am I forgetting this man's name? Michael J. Fox. Yeah, they work with Michael J. Fox to bring awareness to Parkinson's disease. So they recreated the shoe from Back to the Future, the Air Mags, and then whoever buys it, the money, the proceed goes to Michael J. Fox's Parkinson's disease research fund. So it's cool to see how open Nike is into revolutionizing the world and changing the world and how open it is and they're willing to work with different people regardless of what job they work if they have good ideas another one would be sean Wotherspoon who i think he is a designer i'm not sure but he really Hopped off this year with his Air Max 97 slash 1. I think I'm trying to find what he does, though. I think he was a skateboard. I think he's a skateboarder. I'm not sure. But I know he's he designed it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Never mind. So he actually... He was a... YouTube creator he still does YouTube from time to time, but he owns Round Two, and for those who don't, or he does a partnership. He helped develop a store called Round Two with his business partner Chris Russell, and what that is is just a resale store. So what resale store is is basically it's not it's in the name. You just go to the store. And then they sell you products that has been given to them or sold to them. So they buy exclusive stuff and then they sell it back to you. And they have a whole bunch of different round two stuff around the world now. Not really the world, but I from, from what I know it's mostly in the states. So it was, I think it was based out of LA and then they're expanding. So it's cool to see all these different Aspects, working with creators from the internet or retailers to fashion designers, to athletes, which would make the most sense because their biggest athlete right now, I would like to say, is either Cristiano Ronaldo or LeBron James. And just giving people a chance to innovate. That's why I think Nike is the best and that's why they had the greatest year thus far. In the next segment of the show, I'm just going to talk about my top five favorite shoes from Nike that I've seen this year. This is the Didi Fuego Show. I will be right back. I will not go super in depth with the whole make of the shoe because you guys can't really see it. I'm just talking about it, but you can go research it for yourself. So for 2018, a lot of shoes that I have looked at for Nike that I think changed the game. One of them is the Nike Air Max 98. A lot of people don't like this shoe. They think it's a dad shoe, which is actually a trend right now, as I mentioned in a couple episodes before this. But I think this shoe... It's not too bulky, and it's not too sleek. So if you want the good in-between look, especially if you get the good colorways that you like, that is one silhouette that you can go and purchase. So that's there's no particular order, I would say, but that's one of them. The second one that I chose is the Nike Air Force One. There's not much I need to say, but I think this year they really recreated the Nike Air Force 1s. They, they did different collabs with high-end brands as well as getting different athletes and artists to recreate them. So it's a pretty good canvas to innovate, I would say. So I think the Air Force 1 this year especially had an exceptional year for Nike. I've seen a lot of people on the ground I've seen a lot of people in public at my school or whatever wearing that shoe. And I really enjoy. I only have, I think I have one pair of them. I should start looking at different silhouettes from that. So that's my second choice for this year. Another shoe that I like that I did not buy, and it's not a collab really, it's the Nike Vapor Max. So, I really like those ones. They're really cool. I never bought one yet. I wish I did. But I like the first model better than the second one. The second one kind of looks, it it seems comfortable because I tried them on in store, but I just don't like how the swoosh looks on the shoe. I like the original Vapor Max i'm not gonna go wait there's another one so the whole off-white collection so that's this is my fourth one i like those ones, all of them because it shows like i said the innovation the ability to recreate something that's already there and the vision and it opened the door for so much people to get into nike and the thing That was cool with it this year, even though it came out last year, but it really skyrocketed this year as well. It gave a lot of people the chance to buy them because they kept giving people opportunities to get new shoes because Virgil kept making new shoes and it wasn't too oversaturated, where he's like, I'm tired of them, but it was just enough that if you are on time when the release comes, you're probably gonna get the shoe. So, that was one shoe that i like so the whole virgil abloh create um collection and then i'm just gonna say the nike air max 95s can go in tie with the new shoe that came out i think it was last year or this year uh the nike air max 270 so those two shoes they're good runner shoes uh the nike 270 is a newer shoe so i think it came out either this year or last year and then the Nike 95 is obviously... Air Max 95 came in the year of 95, but it still has prominence today. I still like the look. It looks nice. It looks clean. You can, I, think, I don't think you can dress it up or down, but it's more a casual look to it. But you can use it for tech wear. If you're into tech wear, you can use it just for regular street wear. So in the next segment, this segment is called... Wrap it up, DD, where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you, so stay tuned. Welcome to Wrap It Up, DD, where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you. Holy, holy. All right, guys, we're talking about Nike, considerably the best brand right now in regards to sportswear and fashion for the general public. And this is just my opinion on what I've seen over my life because I always wanted Nikes over every other brand, okay? So I'm just going to say that here and now. The reason also why I like Nike is his ability to innovate and create, the ability to also use their platform for politics because they're doing the more than an athlete thing with LeBron, which is cool. But the thing is, they do it in a tasteful way where it's not shoving it down your throat, but making you still aware, which I could appreciate. I like them working with different people from different backgrounds in regards to their career wise speaking, in regards to that, because they work with Sean and they worked with Virgil and all that stuff. I'm really, I like their ACG. Line because it's not too high end, but it's not regular stuff as well. So, that's one thing. If you guys are into that, the tech wear stuff, which I'm starting to get into, check that out. Also, how they make other brands better as well. Because, like I said, they partly own Jordan, they own Converse, they bought out Converse. So, if you like Converse, which I did as a kid, I got back into them this year. And I can say from my recollection that they make the shoe more comfortable now than they did before when Converse was by themselves. Because I think Nike used some of their technology, for the most part, from what I know, in that shoe. So it's more comfortable than I remember it being when I was a kid. So, yeah, they own Converse now. They're, it's really cool to see what Nike is doing in this day and age. Is so fascinating for me to see where they've come from if you look at their history which i did and you see where they are now and how they're changing the game how they're influencing the world and how most people have heard of their brand unless if you live under a rock like patrick star you probably built like patrick and have the same iq i'm just kidding but it's just cool to see where nike is going Most people, like I said, have heard of it. Yes, it has its downfalls at times. But like I said, we're all humans. We're all flawed. We are working to get better. I'm not making an excuse for them. What they did was wrong, but they're working better. Then they're getting better with it, Okay, It's been a pretty controversial brand from what I remember. But I still think Nike is the best for now. This is the Didi Frigo Show. Thank you guys so much for stopping by. I appreciate the support. Once you can do from me, just send it. Send it to your family and friends, okay? If you enjoy the show, give me feedback at DD Fuego on Instagram, okay? I appreciate all that support and love. You guys know who you are, and I appreciate you guys. There will be more collaborations with other people, other creators coming soon. I'm not going to spoil the goods. Hopefully, they are a good influence and impact, and you learn something from them, all right? So, you guys know your boy, D.D., loves making this stuff. So, I hope you guys are continuing to stay positive, continuing to fight that good fight, because sometimes life is rough, bruh, and I understand. Golly, your boy, Darius D., knows, and he understands. Trust me, all right? So, being that said, don't be lame, ignite your flame. This is your boy, DSD, signing off. So, just chill. Just chill. Till the next episode.